0: Uh, hello. Oh, hello. hello. <laughs> la, All
1: right. Hey, you ready to talk some fancy football?
0: Yes, I am.
1: All right. So, uh, Greg, on the other wow. end of this uh, amazing show is Kirk, and we are your, your fancy boys ready to talk some fancy football. So, let's do it. Booyah. We're, uh, th- we're going to do something a little bit different this week. So, if you remember at the beginning of the season, we put – our entire podcast reputation on a line by picking guys who were studs who were duds and who were flyers we do it every week but at the beginning of the year we did it for the entire season So, seeing how we are one quarter of the way through the season i think it's only appropriate that we kind of revisit those predictions and and see how we're doing
0: i'm sure we're doing just fine so let's just so just stick
1: to just it. Just, <laughs> just uh just uh blaze right through these yeah inter-
0: nothing to see here just one trouble.
1: more for the good guys yeah uh, any news you want to talk about
0: no I don't okay I don't talk about it at all
1: all right well good so let's get right into it let's talk about let's talk about the value picks that we we went with first overall or do you want to go by 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 the category or do you want to go by position?
0: I would like to go by position.
1: Okay, so let's start with the quarterback position. Uh, only natural we, we start there because, well, they are the least important for fantasy. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's start with our flyers this year. So the way we defined flyers was guys who you can either draft or pick up off the waiver wire. They, they are not predicted to be top 12 guys. Um, But we think that they're going to cash in some weeks and and definitely be startable multiple times throughout the year. Maybe not an every week starter, but guys who, you know, who you definitely should be rostered or definitely should be streamed multiple times throughout the year. I'll start with mine. Mine was Blake Bortles. Uh, He's been hovering right around the low end quarterback number one range the last few years. And as we look at it right now, after four games, he is the quarterback number 12. Um, I will say, though, that – and that's perfect. That's beautiful. Uh, The way he's done it is typical Blake Bortles fashion where he goes bad game, great game, bad game, great game. Uh, With Leonard Fournette out, I think you can expect a lot of the same. So uh, I'm happy with that pick so far. Do you have any shares of Blake Bortles?
0: None zero shares of Blake Bortles.
1: I have him, in I have him in the Dynasty League, and I think the Keeper League, and I'm I'm happy with it. He's my backup in both, but he's starting this week in the Dynasty League against Kansas City, so I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, it's it's he's he seems like he will win you and lose you
1: games. He does have that uh, innate ability. Yeah, he's omnipresent. <laughs> I don't think that's what that means. Sure, it does. Uh, um, uh, do you remember who yours was, Kurt? No idea. Eli Manning.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So, he, he's got. He's got a number one. Draft, I mean, a number two draft pick. Yeah, he's a shoe in. Let's look at his results.
1: Uh, he's not been a shoe in. Uh, he's right now total. He is the number twenty-two uh, quarterback. Now uh, he's
0: he's been more. He's been has. clearly more consistent weeks than blake Bortles, but he would need he would neither win you nor
1: lose you a game he would just well i I think with his mouth open i think he this is important to look at so here's his games the last three weeks uh Two, last week, 255, one touchdown, no picks. The week before, 297, two touchdowns, no picks. The week before, 279, one touchdown, no picks. Those are not awful weeks. Um, his Week one, he was very bad, uh, less than 10 points. But through the first four weeks of the NFL season, there are more points, more touchdowns, and more passing touchdowns than in any first four weeks in NFL history. So – when you look at Eli Manning of standalone stats, he's actually, he's been fine. Not not good, not great, but he's been fine. He's not been killing your team, but it's just that so many other guys are blowing up that I guess it's all relative to where, you know, I I mean, that's why he's so down far down list. I think if he maintains that consistency, he'll be, he'll be a fine quarterback throughout the year. Again, very deceiving to to just look at the first quarter, but it's always good to just gauge where we're at. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, and he's and he's behind Mitchell Trubisky, who who had uh, let's see here, um, more than half of his points in one game.
1: Right, right, and, and yeah. So, and you look at Eli's his only bad game of the year was Week One against Jacksonville. Nobody looks good against Jacksonville. So I think uh, Eli's, you know, the, the one thing you'd like to see is him. Having some more connections with with Odell, right. um, there's been a lot of dump offs to Barkley, so hopefully he'll get some more down the field looks. But overall, I think both of our our values and our flyers are looking good at the quarterback position. Right. All right. So let's move on to the duds. Uh, I went with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, and, um, well, I mean, before he did. Get, Before he got injured, he, his, well, I guess if you're, if you're including his average right now, average per game, he is the 22nd quarterback. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he, he got injured in his third game. He's done for the year. So, um, but I feel a little bit validated in that, that he was, he was being drafted as the 10th quarterback overall. Um, and he was only producing as the, you know, he was in the low 20s for, for actual output. He was kind of like Eli though, to where he was, he was putting up some fine games, not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game he got hurt. He was great, but um, he was just really, he he wasn't winning you weeks like some of these other quarterbacks. So again, I feel validated there. Do you remember who your dad was?
0: Oh, I'm looking at him. Uh, I, I would call him a bad value. Uh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Luck.
1: Andrew Luck, yeah,
0: yeah, and and he, you know, he he kind of was starting to show that up until this last game, to where he, of course, he did throw the ball sixty-two times, right? Uh, completed so. forty passes, had over four hundred yards and four touchdowns, so he had a, a gr- exceptional game. Uh, and, but he was struggling out of the gate. He he, mm-hmm. he had a good game, and then it kind of went Bleh. so. Um, yeah, you
1: he's know, he's yeah, he's had. I'm oh, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. No, finish up.
1: He, out of four games, he's had he had a good game, two bad games, and a great game. The good game and great game came on the back of 53 attempts and 62 attempts. Yeah. Um, you know, so you can say he can't sustain that. Having said that, their, their running backs are so awful that he may have to do that week in and week out. Um, but, you know, two games where he was under 180 passing yards, two games in a row, that is – that's – and and against defenses that that have not been great against the pass, um, so that is not ideal. Um, but you're right, yeah. You know, right now he's the 11th quarterback overall, yeah. but that is all on the back of his of last week, a 56 point week, which is just insane. Yeah. Um, you know, prior to that week, he was down in the you know. Uh, High teens or twenties. So where where he's where
0: he's not where he where he's not looking as good is he doesn't he he's not utilizing his legs as he's done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been games uh, I I remember to where his his passing stats were right on par with weeks two and three, but he would have two touchdowns uh, rushing or you know like sixty yards running because that was what was working at that time. So he's. His his stats right now look fine, um, and I, I think the way their team is, I think it, it'll come out to where he'll he'll be underwhelming throughout the year because this is his first year back. So,
1: yep. So, well, very good. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to our studs. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine was uh, mine was Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I just thought. With with the talent he has he's really got no excuse not to not to put up the second half of last year he was an absolute stud and uh he's been pretty good this year right now he's the number 7 overall quarterback um he did have one big game that you know the one against Kansas City again through 60 passes but he's had two games that weren't great and, and he's had two great games so that's kind of classic Ben to where it's inconsistent but his upside is among the best in the league you know so his this week two game where he played kansas city he had 450 yards he's now the all-time leader in nfl history for games over 450 yards and that's what we love about him for fantasy is he yeah. can have those type of games but yeah yeah his uh,
0: i mean with his floor being you know for you know right around 15 points that's good yeah that's fantastic
1: all right. So yours, do you remember yours? No. Philip Rivers. Oh, good. So, and he is, he is right behind Ben. At He is averaging 0. 0.25 points less a game than Ben, but he's been much more consistent. So Philip Rivers is the number eight overall quarterback. He's been great. Yeah. Uh, the last three games, though, he hasn't thrown for, he's thrown right around 250 yards. So not a high yardage year, but when you look at his touchdowns per game, he's had three, three, two, and three. Um, he's only thrown two interceptions on the year. Sometimes that—that's what lowers his value a little bit. He's been—I mean—eleven touchdowns, two picks. That's great. He's having a, a great year so far.
0: Yeah, and his—he—he's uh, got a reliable target at, at running back, uh, being Calvin Gordon. So I—I'm—that I'm, guy is, uh, has has. Made uh, made the lack of a tight end uh, more palatable for Philip Rivers being able to dump it off to him. So, uh,
1: yeah, more. and, and even Austin Eckler has been great too, you know. And it's kind of shocking in a year where Keenan Allen has maybe disappointed or he's off to a slow start. Philip Rivers has still been great.
0: Yes, thank God.
1: All right, well, hey, let's move on to the running back position, uh, and let's start with the values. My value was Tevin Coleman. Uh, and my thought process there was he is as consistent as they come for number two running backs, and he was being drafted around the fortieth running back overall. Right now, he is the twentieth running back overall mm-hmm. in total points, and he's he's been great. Um, he's the same as he's been
0: his entire career. Yeah. When he when they allow him to play, he'll get you. He'll get you double digit points.
1: Right. Yeah, the only thing that's been a little bit disappointing with him is he only has the one touchdown in the first week, but he's been double-digit points every week. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been fantastic. So double-digit touches every week. Uh, what more can you ask for? So very consistent. Mm-hmm. And yours has maybe not been as consistent, but he's still been good. He is uh, Isaiah Crowell, who is the number 22 overall player. He's had two Great weeks, uh, really on the back of touchdowns. They were both multi-touchdown games, and then yeah. he's he's had two where he's he's crapped the bed.
0: Yeah, uh, he recently got um, an advertisement uh, deal. Did you
1: did you see that? I did not.
0: Okay, so in week three against the the Browns, he scored. He had a you know two touchdowns and had a pretty good week. And in his second touchdown, he took the ball and wiped his butt. And then threw it into the crowd, simulating a, uh, you know, toilet paper, or whatever. So, the- is that is that what
1: you do with the toilet paper when you're all done with it? You
0: throw it into the crowd of people. You just yeah. throw it up. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> we learned from the monkeys. Um, so he, so he gets he gets a uh, a sponsored sponsorship from Dude Wipes. Oh. So he's picked up a sponsorship, dude. Or sponsorship deal with Dude Wipes, which are basically moist wipes to wipe your behind with, and then throw at the wall. Yeah, <laughs> throw right. at your at your roommate in
1: case you need them for later. Ah, yeah. oh, the uh, perfect party gift. Yeah, that's great. We'll have to get them as a sponsor for the show. That's right. Oh, that's that's great. So, what do you feel- throw
0: on your wall?
1: Yeah. I feel very validated with those picks. So those are two pretty good picks. Yeah, both of them running back number twos at this point. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think these next two uh, have worked out extremely well for us. These are the duds for running backs. <laughs> uh, I went with uh, Derek Henry, who oh, God, yeah. God, is everything we, we thought he was. He is right now. He is the 54th running back. He was being drafted in the third or fourth round in every draft. And we just, you and I wanted no part of him. Because he's just not very good at all. Uh and he is the thing about him though is he is getting a ton of touches. So it's not it's not a matter of, you know, bad game scripts or whatever. Uh he's had two games of eighteen carries. Uh and then another one of ten, one of eight. And he's right now his high yardage game is fifty seven yards on eighteen carries uh it's it's been pathetic yeah. absolutely pathetic.
0: yeah I, I would i would think i would think this is a type of guy that you could transition to like
1: just for goal line or short yardage duties but i don't even know if he'd be functional at that yeah he gets stopped in the background and or in the backfield and he just drops he's been pathetic so and as much as i hate to admit it uh, you've been dead on with, with yours as well. You had Ken, Kenyon Drake, who is right now the 39th-ranked running back. Uh, I, I say I, re- I regret that or I'm I'm upset with that because I have him in four of my teams and was counting on him as a running back, too, in, in all those leagues. And he's been uh, – it's been weird. Uh, he They're just not giving him the ball. Um, last game he had three carries. The game before he had five. And I don't understand it. But, but, and,
0: well, and I, uh, I'm not saying I, I, you know, ha ha, because he's not getting, he's not getting the flow. Um, he's also, um, not part of the passing game to any aspect. I mean, he's got 10 catches for five, five yards. So, I mean, there, it's as if he doesn't exist on the field. And yeah, you know, but neither is neither is uh uh Frank Gore.
1: Well, Frank Gore had I think eleven carries last game, so All right. That's not very many. It's not. It's not. So they've had some weird games. They're doing a lot of gadget plays and shovel passes and a lot of end arounds with the receiver. They they're a little bit gimmicky right now. So let's see if uh you know Adam Gase is I, I think he thinks a lot of himself and he's one of those coaches who outsmarts himself a lot so oh yeah ho- hopefully he can grow out of that um but yeah Kenyon drake has been a huge bust so far this year
0: yeah I, yeah i think uh gaze feels or feels like he can he can call the perfect game by you know devising different plays instead of just
1: yeah give it to the it, playmaker. It, it, He's a smart offensive mind who tries to be a tough guy, too, and tries to stick it to the young guys. And it's just... A, it's, I don't know. It's annoying. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Uh, the studs. This is... I don't, I don't think we can celebrate these as much. No. Mine is Jay Ajayi, who right now is the 31st overall back, and I don't think that's awful um, seeing how he's, he's missed a game uh, and he has a broken back so I guess that's okay right I mean yeah, he's got... given,
0: the, given the broken back I mean he, he's he's averaged over double digits when he's played so right yeah.
1: so but again uh, if he's on your team you don't feel great about it you're probably trying to shop him away mm-hmm. um, yours I am just shocked by um, and that's Jordan Howard no kidding Jordan Howard is 28th right now uh, he's had healthy carries in every game. Although the last game, a game where they won 48 to 10, he gets 11 carries and 25 yards rushing.
0: Yeah, and that, again, the game was set up to where I'm not the only one, and I'm sure you're thinking, you know, if Chicago's up, they need to run the ball. They're up multiple touchdowns, multiple scores. They need to run the ball. And after the flurry of touchdown passes, there's still half a game left. And they, they didn't. They didn't. I yeah. thought I'd just go right into right in the ground in pound mode and just carry the ball. Nothing.
1: Um, he's not one I'm worried about. I think I would even target him in some trades just to try and buy him low. Especially now they have a bye week. So yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm not worried about him. I think the next time we do one of these recaps, he'll be much higher than 28. So. Running backs overall, I, I like I said, the, the studs are a little bit iffy at this point, but other than that, I think we've been been dead on with, with those picks. Right. Uh, wide receiver, let's move on to receiver because that is gonna be a much different story on how how we're doing with oh, wide oh, receivers. God. Yeah. This, I, this is, I'm
0: I'm dead on. I know I got all everything right on well,
1: this. I I think we're you're gonna find out otherwise. Yeah. Um And well, let's start with my value or my flyer pick uh, a guy who is just, he is basically unowned in every league at this point. He's been dropped probably in every league. And that's Robbie Anderson. Um, I I will, yeah, I will caveat it with this. (laughs) Here's what I'll say to make myself feel better. When we did this show, when we did the prediction show, um, I did not account for Sam Darnold being the starter. This, If Josh McCown goes in there, and I'm, I'll tell you now, if he replaces Darnold, or if Darnold gets hurt and Josh McCown goes in there, I'm picking up Robbie Anderson because those two had a chemistry last year to where Anderson, I think, had seven weeks inside the top 24, mm-hmm. and and McCown can push the ball downfield, where right now Sam Darnold, he cannot do that. That's why Quincy Noonwa is the number one there because he's a screen pass guy or a cross-the-middle guy. Right. And then at that point, he's just like a bowling ball Well, he'll run players over. Uh, but Robbie Anderson, 89th overall, absolutely putrid. Uh, yours is better, but I don't think much. Uh, Tyrell Williams for the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, where is he? Yeah. he's He's 64th overall at this point.
0: Yeah, I was I was banking on him being uh, definitely more involved than he than he is, because, I mean, he had I mean, he's still involved, but he's definitely the third receiver on their team. He's the third. Yeah. The fourth option. Um, It's not so bad. Eight, eight and a half points, almost eight points. I mean, so, you know, you're probably not going to start him. Um, but yeah, he's, he's not really something, someone that you, you could definitely find a better option. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's a good, good pick.
1: Right. All right. Uh, moving on to our duds, uh, mine, I feel very good about, and that was, uh, Josh Gordon. So wh- again, when we made these picks, obviously he is still a Cleveland Brown at that point, And uh had just returned to camp and I thought at that point, um, yeah, maybe I bought into a little bit of the hard knocks hype, but I was just in love with Jarvis Landry at that point, And I said, Landry's going to be the unquestioned. Number one, Josh Gordon will probably have some great plays, big plays, or maybe a, a, you know, two or three great games, but he is not somebody I want on my team. He subsequently traded the Patriots. They're still kind of easing him in. So still remains to be seen on how he'll be, but, uh, um, you know, he did have a touchdown in, in the first week, just one catch. Um, he had a couple of nice catches as a Patriot, but, uh, I get, you know, as of now, I feel good about it. I'm glad I, I didn't draft him in the fourth round or fifth round, mm-hmm. but you know, he could be a guy who pays off later on. I, I feel like a lot of owners are just going to hold him just to see what, if he can create some of that, you know, Randy Moss light type magic with, uh, Tom Brady uh yours uh your dud was mike evans he is currently the number three overall receiver oh yeah ab- absolutely i was
0: dead on with him all the way i knew i knew that he'd have a bye week in week five and he would struggle to score points at that point uh, now, yeah, clearly the beneficiary or one of the beneficiaries of a 400-yard 400 400 uh, passer in the first three games. Yeah. Could not expect that, would not expect that, um, will probably not happen uh, again by anybody. Because if you think about it, it's not like it's a starting quarterback going into the season. It's the backup quarterback. So... I mean, even though they knew he was going st- to, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of godsmacked. Yeah. He's looked good. He looked great.
1: Um, he, he's a great player. And, and I, I would
0: like think... to hold my, my prediction to the remaining games with Jamise Jamis Jamie's, whatever. The crab stealer, his, his games coming forward. I would think that would be where my prediction was was mostly resting on. I did not, um, I do not think that he is as good with. Winston as clearly he is with a, with a quarterback that knows how to throw the ball
1: yeah no completely agree yeah those are you know that was a, a, an anomaly on on those first three games for Tampa Bay uh, so um, you know last game where it was mostly Jameis and a game where they were coming you know in passing mode and trying to come back the entire game and just heaving it uh, he was six for 59 not great. Uh the only thing I'll say about them and it's kind of similar to you know the Andrew Luck dud in, in Indianapolis is Tampa their running game is, is awful. They're they're gonna have to chuck the ball, so right. uh we'll see.
0: Yeah, I um I just noticed do you know who the yards leader for receivers is?
1: Uh is it Deshaun Jackson? No. Oh yes, Julio Jones.
0: Yes, and do you know and, how touchdowns he has?
1: Uh, he has zero. Oh, did you know? <laughs> did you know that? Uh, yeah, so he's on pace for over two thousand yards right now. Yeah. And, and as a Julio owner, it doesn't feel like it. No. Did you know that? you uh,
0: well, sh- game two hundred yard games.
1: Did you know that in, in Calvin Ridley's first three games? Oh, shoot. Actually, the last game he scored two more touchdowns. You know, Calvin Ridley has more touchdowns in his four NFL games than Julio Jones has had in, uh, I believe, the last, like, 26 games. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. That is a fact. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable how they cannot get that guy in the end zone.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't get it. Um oh and, and the number one wide receiver.
1: Adam Thielen. Yeah. That right now, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was He's been... that, that was our biggest thing is, is how can Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen have be able to sustain it. And Adam Thielen's had a hundred yard game every game and Stefan Diggs has yeah. two. 100 yard games
1: Stefan Diggs is the number 12 receiver he is he is still a, a receiver number one at this point and he had one dud of a game so yeah that's been those two have been impressive I mean Thielen, uh, he's just he's just a good player great great receiver so uh, all right now I know we've been talking about those guys because we want to avoid this segment these are our stud receivers Uh, the trusty Rusties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Because we thought he's been serviceable with awful quarterbacks the last three years. Now he gets Case Keenum, who is competent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, however, right now he's the 50th ranked receiver. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders seems to be the number one there. Cortland Sutton seems to be better than. Demarius Thomas, so it is not working out well. Uh this this could this is I think definitely his last year there in, in Denver. Um still he's on on pace for over 130 targets, and that's that's why we liked him. Right. Um uh, just needs to do more with it. So sixty-three yards, he's done that twice, that's the most he's had all year. Uh not great. And Yours, uh, the 66th rank receiver, um, Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah,
0: it completely, completely miffed at the production that Sam Bradford was yeah. not able to put up. Um, and they do have some talent on that team, you know, young talent that you would think would would succeed. But Sam Bradford looked. He, like I said it before, he looks concussed, just breathing. He just, yes. like, he's having a hard time. So, uh, good luck to Josh Rosen to, to play. That was a prediction I feel was pretty accurate. Was yeah. At some, you know, within, like, the first three or four games, Josh Rosen's going to be the one to start, um, you know, for that isolated situation. I, I This is pretty much on the money. Um, so, let's see if he can show those other teams why they should have drafted him, which... I don't think he's going to do very well based on that team, but hopefully Fitzgerald can turn it around and have some uh, have a Hall of Fame career
1: ending season. Uh, yeah, I think Rosen's going to be a huge improvement there. I mean, this is a team as of right now. I mean, as of right now, they've scored 37 points in four games. Uh, is that good or bad? That is not real good. Okay. Not real good, uh, but yeah, I they've got to get better. And you know, the only game with Rosen, he had seven targets, so hopefully that that keeps up. Yeah. I, I expect both those guys to be a little bit better in the second half of the season. But there's no way that those are going to, I think, end up good predictions for us.
0: No, not compared not compared to the to the juggernaut offenses that have been putting up points. I mean, look, right, right yep exactly. the Ram's third receiver is doing better than Larry Fitzgerald.
1: yeah unfortunately you're you're right there. okay, hey, let's move on to tight end the last position here. our values, our flyers, whatever you want to call them. Um, I feel great about my pick here, although he unfortunately he was injured last week and that's o.J Howard, currently the number 10 overall tight end, and that is only because he got hurt uh, early last week so he actually he got a donut uh after uh after last week's game Mm -hmm. Uh, so you know i think if he doesn't if he doesn't have that donut uh let me see here where is he at uh points wise uh he would be uh he would be a top six guy yeah, if it wasn't for that donut. So he I feel great about that. I think he's looked great. And the thing that I loved about him last year was his efficiency. And he showed that now, his first game, two catches, 54 yards, His second game, three for 96 and a touchdown and then six for 72. Those are not numbers that are typical for a big lumbering tight end. Uh, that's something that not a lot of other tight ends can do. They don't bring that to the table. Uh when he comes back, I just think he's going to be, you know, he moving forward, especially next year, third year for tight ends is really when you find out what you have, he's, he's going to be great. Like I said, unfortunately, just the injury, but um, your flyer was another good pick. Um, It may not feel that way, but tight ends are just awful this year. And that was uh, Austin Hooper. So right now he's at the six, he's the 16th overall tight end, Um, but he's been, you know, there's a couple guys who had some huge games where he's been, you know, I guess he's been consistently getting the f- five targets a game or four targets mm-hmm. a game that you want. Uh, he had one very good game, one average game, and then two two clunkers. But, again, you know, Matt Ryan's been very good. Matt Ryan's been spreading the ball around a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he'll be okay moving forward. So do I. All right. All right, so the Duds, uh, you hit yours right on the head, and maybe thanks to injury a little bit, but you had Greg Olson, who got hurt the first game. He's due to return here pretty soon. Um, I completely was on board with your pick. Right. I don't see him coming back and doing much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so. He's falling
0: apart. He's falling apart, and I, I think uh, – um, even the guy right behind him, that Ian Thomas will probably be a option moving forward. Um, You know, they have, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is a better option on the field. I think they're going to be, there's plenty of targets that are better than, than the, the old Greg Olson.
1: Yeah. Uh, My, my dud, I think I've been proven right here. He's not even the best tight end in his division. Uh, And that's Travis Kelsey. Who's not even as good as Jared Cook? Right. So clearly, I feel validated there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, right after week one, you thought, "Wow."
1: <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. This
0: guy stinks.
1: Yep. Uh, he only had yeah one point, six points in the first game. Then he's gone thirty one, twenty one, and twenty. And uh,
0: then he, he introduced th- himself to to Patrick Mahomes and says, "Hi, I'm Travis Kelsey. Your tight end." Yeah.
1: He's. I couldn't have been more wrong with this one. Uh, he's the number two tight end. He will end up as the number one overall tight end when it's all said and done. Even even though Zach Ertz is getting a ton of targets. Yeah. Um, Kelsey is just. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I. I completely missed the boat. I think we both predicted that Chiefs would be last in that division. And.
0: Well, yeah, we 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 were so so not invested into Patrick Mahomes because you just didn't know. You know, what what to expect? He had a lot yeah. of interceptions in the preseason, and apparently that doesn't matter. Throwing interceptions in the NFL doesn't mean you're going to throw them in all the time.
1: I guess you get the bad ones out.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Yep. So yeah, it's been uh, been very impressive. <sighs> all right, and then finally our studs. Uh, mine was Jordan Reed. Who uh, he, I guess, uh, I'm going to go off the season average and not a season total because the Redskins had a bye week in week four, which yeah. is odd. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's, his average points per game, it puts him at number eight in the league, which uh, is great. Uh, a lot of people were hesitant and understandably so with the injuries. Uh, and he's played every game and, and he's played well.
0: Yeah, just the, I would I would say it's not what I was expecting to happen, and neither what you were expecting to happen. I thought he'd be more the number one target in that offense rather than a secondary target or a short yardage target.
1: So, well, I think he is the number one. T- I mean, well, I there's yeah. him, him, and Chris Thompson. I think right now are the only startable players on that offense.
0: I guess I was I meant more down the field. Uh, I feel like he's. He's reserved to shorten intermediate routes to where his average well, yards per catch is just not that thrilling. I just, I feel like he could do more than what he's doing right now in that offense.
1: Well, I think the issue is that he is now becoming like your pick for your tight end stud. And that's Jimmy Graham. Old, We remember. Yes. Old and busted. Uh, we remember Jimmy Graham being the down the field threat for new Orleans. And that's just not who he is anymore uh having said that you picked him as somebody you liked uh he's the number 12 overall tight end right now um you know he was going as the number five tight end i think off the board or four in some lakes his his stock is
0: going to go up he's healthy he's playing and their receivers are not
1: so, yeah, so, um, I so... I think he's right, covering yes, right the now,
0: the in the, in the, in the next, next two weeks before the bye week to where his numbers should... His target should pick up a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And he looks good. Uh, he looks good. So uh, he's just typically been a touchdown-dependent guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only has one so far. And he did have a big game against Minnesota where he was 6-for-95. But other than that, just the one touchdown last week. So I agree that he will probably when it's all said and done, be a top seven, probably top, top seven tight end. So, Mm. all right. Well, that closes us out. Um, How are you feeling overall about the picks? Good. Good. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is our stud receivers is just, and I felt so sure about those two Fitzgerald and Thomas. uh, That's just been a disaster. But other than that, I, I, you know, I think, uh, I think we've provided a great service to our two listeners. Yeah.
0: And, and, and when you, when you take out the offensive explosion, so just take out everything that the other players have done and just isolate our players um, in a normal season, it would look different. But when right. every other receiver is just blowing through the roof, I mean, then yeah. don't look as smart.
1: Yeah. I, I think there's, there's something to that. And I think, you know, you know, you know, one of two things is going to happen. I, I think the most likely thing that's going to happen is everything will kind of regress back to the mean. So I think you'll see, you know, as players get used to these new, I, I guess the, all the penalties and all the the rules that are beneficial to the offense, I think you'll, you'll start to see some adaptation there, you know, with the Patrick Mahomes and the Rams offense, you'll you'll see teams start game planning and and figuring them out, and I think you'll start to see numbers come back down to reality and uh, and our picks, I think, will get back to where we predicted them to be. So, but you
0: don't think Adam Thielen will have 160 catches?
1: I don't think he'll have 160 catches, and I don't think he'll have 100 yards every game. I don't think. I don't think. You know. He won't, have, he, he won't have
0: 1,900 yards, is what you're
1: saying. Julio Jones will not have 2,000 yards <laughs> and zero zero touchdowns. <laughs> he I, might. That's he, more
0: likely to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually that's actually not not too uh, far off. <laughs> how about how about this one? Right now, both Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster are both on pace to have 200 targets each. yeah
0: that's yeah fifty three for antonio and forty nine for yeah Thielen
1: feeling, feeling on pace to have two hundred and twenty four targets
0: oh my god yeah yeah and, and still you're you know the what uh, even michael thomas's dud the game last week he caught all four of his balls, so yeah. he still has only not caught two balls that were thrown his way.
1: Forty four forty two of forty four.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a little that's a little weird.
1: That is uh efficient.
0: Yeah. It's that's more like what O. J. Howard would have.
1: Yeah. Calvin Ridley's gonna have twenty four receiving touchdowns. Yeah. So Guaranteed. just be patient, people. Yeah. Everything will, will settle back down. So
0: yeah, and one of the things we try to do is we try to be a little smarter and not pick the obvious ones. We 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 avoided. I mean, we all knew that. Um, uh, we all knew that as far as running backs go, Alvin Kamara was going to be the best one. We knew that, so we didn't talk about him as being a slam dunk. We didn't say anything negative. We said he's going to be the best by like 30 points.
1: Yep, and yep.
0: we ranked him accordingly.
1: Appropriately, yes.
0: Right. But then what? Yep. You'll see once Melvin, once uh, uh, Mark Ingram comes back, Alvin Kamara, will, it'll be like he drop him. This, yeah, yeah. They're gonna. He's. I think. I think Mark Ingram's gonna pull the bullhorn nose piercing out of his nose, and they're gonna start a match, start a fight.
1: All right, good. Well, hey, you got anything else, man?
0: No, I'm done. All
1: right, well, that's it for the Fancy Boys. We're signing off.
0: And we're fading out.